<clears throat> Hot. podcast where we're not that good at this and you don't have to be either my name is joel and i will be your guide today but not your dungeon master that is gonna go you know what let's do him first sitting at this table with me are my three friends and to my direct left is our dungeon lord and master mr chris why thank you good sir chris here let's keep at it boys next up right beside him we've got the guy who says why is he even here nick I say that all the time. I don't even know why you invited me. That's that's a fair <laughs> and statement. That's why. <laughs> Last but definitely not least, my friend Wallace. Wallace, welcome here, buddy. Hi. <laughs> oh, the beast. What an intro. Hello. Are we throwing auto tune on these or what? Auto tune. I like it. That'll be sound great. As long as cool. they sound good as you. <laughs> as angelic is the voice that I have. So, first things first, we're gonna run through uh Lord Drop. That's what we're doing. Chris. Daily what, lore drop. Chris, what do you want to talk about today? Well, we've been uh, talking about some interesting stuff in our lore drops lately. Today, we're going to touch on something uh, that we've mentioned briefly, the Justicars. So the Justicars are an organization that primarily operates in Messenia. They're originally formed in 1157 BC, BC as in before Cataclysm, which is uh, very important. We'll, we'll get to Cataclysm at some point later. Uh, they were formed by the first Atrothian Empire during the Age of Kingdoms, now known uh, purely as the Immortal Emperor. And he uh, created this organization to maintain order and quell uprisings within Messenia, which is where we find uh, our campaign set. To this day, their authority is even seen among other Melisteran Alliance nations. However, within the bounds of Messenia, the Justicars have held power since before the line of Melisterith. And that's a big deal. That means... We are talking thousands of years these guys have been doing their thing. And they're officially only second in power to the crown today in their influence. They're led by a council known as the High Justicars. And they are concerned primarily with maintaining their influence over Messenia, free of crown oversight, leaving as many to believe that the Justicars are corrupt tyrants rather than true agents of law. And that is uh, a feeling that is shared by a lot of people. Not everyone likes Justicars, but every now and then there's a good one that uh, that gets stuff done. And uh, that, my friends, is our daily lore drop today. At this point, I'm going to pass it over to Wallace to get a recap of what happened last session. Last time on Barely Adequate. After some intense interrogations, the party figured out that the mass figure who goes by the name Bloody Brack Grogan, was part of a local gang called the Pit Fiends. Grogan was squatting in Thuvius' house and had sold off anything of value. After the interrogation, it was deemed no additional information was able to get from Grogan. The party escorted him back to Thuvius' house. During the travel, we were being followed by six members of the Pit Fiend gang. 
we are attacked upon arrival at the house, where the party saved the house from firebombs thrown by the Pitfiend gang. After the fight, some local guards deemed that Grogan and one of the assailants, who was captured alive, had bounties on their head. The party then traveled to a local guard post to accept a reward, where we introduced to Captain Hosk Oryx, who might have some info on our lost friend, Thuvius. So you find yourselves in the Newcastle guard post, in the office of Captain Hosk Oryx, a half-orc man who has just had you all given a chance to sit before him. As you sit, you notice on his desk, He's got big piles of papers and files stacked everywhere. Seems to be uh, either messy or very busy, one of the two. And this half-work man, after waiting for you all to sit, he, uh, he lets out a bit of a laugh. <laughs> so, you're the new adventurers in town that have a death wish. Gotta tell you, tangling with the pit fiends your first night you're here. It takes some serious guts. So... Tell me, how did he capture Bloody Brack Rogan? I've been looking for him for quite some time. It was pretty easy, actually. He cornered himself in an alley. And <laughs> he's not too swift. <laughs> he was, he's not wanted for being smart, that's for sure. No, no, no. Still, I hope you understand the can of worms you've opened for yourselves on this one. The Pit Fiends are not just your run-of-the-mill street gang. They're a very big operation. They got ties everywhere in the city. They got a lot of people on their payroll. And it just seems like more and more of them keep joining in their ranks every week. Sorry, uh, Captain Hosk. Hi, uh, Scarlet. Nice to meet you. Um, we actually had no intentions to get involved with the uh, Pit Fiends. They just so happened to... Uh, we're just looking for our friend is really uh, what I'm trying to say. And I don't know how... I'm obviously these two things must be connected, but uh, we're not even sure of that. Actually, we're not. We're not sure about anything at this point. But I can assure you, we had no intentions to get involved in the most dangerous gang in this city. Well, what, regardless of what your intentions were, the fact is you have. So I want to give each of you a, a good, clear warning. Keep an eye out for the pit fiends. They're fiercely territorial, and they do not like to be given a bad image. And uh, for a bunch of newbies to roll in and take down six of them and capture someone that was on their payroll working in one of their pit fights and earning quite a reputation for himself, needless to say, you best watch your backs. Now, my understanding is you were all picked up near the house of Thuvius Vane. That's correct. Is that your friend? That's the one we've come to find. So, what do you know about his disappearance? That somebody else knows about his disappearance and summoned us to investigate it. He gives a nod. Ah, so you were summoned by someone. So... A messenger? A letter? A letter. Before that, I had no idea he was missing. I would like to do a sense motive on this man to see if he is possibly inquiring things that he wouldn't 
uh, normally in an investigation. Is he working with the pit fiends? Is really what I want to know, and I don't think I'll know that with this. Well, let's get a sense motive. Check, let's see what I want to uh, see. Let's see what your gut feeling is about this guy. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay. Uh, that's a twenty-five. A twenty-five. Uh, you get the feeling that this guy is—he's just questioning you. Okay. Which uh, makes sense, given the fact that uh, Thuvius has disappeared. Probably has an open case file on it. Okay, great. Um, sorry, continue. I lost my train of thought. Excellent. So, you said you got a letter. Do uh, didn't you have a letter on you? Can I see it? I'll produce the letter from underneath my tabard. <laughs> so you hand him the letter. So trusty. He You're opens so it trusty. and gives it a read. Hmm. Interesting. Any idea who D is? We were hoping maybe you could answer that. He shakes his head. I can't say I know. He hands the letter back to you. I put it away. Are you uh, invested in this investigation in any way? Is this something that... uh, As much as I can be. My main focus is dealing with the pit fiends right now. As of late, there's been a lot of disappearances in town. The lumber yards, the quarries, travelers on the North Road. A lot of people have been going missing. The docks. Is Thuvius thought to be involved in these disappearances? I suspect the disappearances are probably the pit fiends doing. They have a flesh trafficking ring that operates somewhere in the city here. And as far as I know, they're probably selling to Redwall and other parts of Merchant Sand. I'm not going to go into that any further, but I don't think Thuvius was captured or brought into this, this flesh trade. I think that Thuvius was the first victim of the beast of Black Tree Hill. Not that he was actually connected to any of these kidnappings. That sounds like a knowledge local to me. Knowledge local? Okay, let's see. Let's see what you guys know about the beast of Black Tree Hill. That is also something that was mentioned by Matthias yes, Ansem. Yes, I was going to ask about Black Tree the Hill. The tavern keeper who uh, had sat you all down and kind of was waiting for you with your letters. The beast of one. Black. The beast of Black Tree Hill. Tree? Black Tree Hill. With a 12 on the dice, that is a 17. Uh, you know a few things about the beast of Black Tree Hill. Uh, so it's been uh, roughly six weeks since rumors of Black Tree Hill have started to spread within Newcastle. Shortly around that time, uh, around the six-week mark, a pair of young lovers were found torn apart and partially devoured on Black Tree Hill. Again, four weeks ago, there was another attack where a duo of pit fiends and a young woman, again, were torn apart and partially devoured. And then since then, so for the last month, he's issued a general warning to the populace. Uh, the Captain Hosk has issued a general warning to the populace that Black Tree Hill has to be avoided. You can actually get arrested by going there. Some of the other rumors you've heard about Black Tree Hill is the beast itself. There's a lot of lot of wild theories as to what it might be. But the two most prevalent being it's a deranged savage werebear that's come down through the Mistville Forest. 
and has been attacking people, or that it is the bizarre beast that is kept by a local fortune teller named Lokik Dragma. What was that name again? Lokik Dragma. Lock it like on your neck? Uh, Lokik. L-O-K-A-K. Lokik Dragma. So that is, uh, those are the rumors. Now, uh, those rumors do not say any, mention Thuvius at all. Those are, there's only been two instances of attacks. Six weeks ago, the pair of uh, young lovers, and then four weeks ago, the duo of pit fiends and the young lovers. And how long has Thuvius been missing for? Thuvius has been missing for about seven weeks or so. So from what Hosk just said, he thought that Thuvius isn't related to the flesh trade. He's actually the first victim of the Beast of Black Tree Hill. However, as far as you know, the first reported sighting of the beast was the remains of the two young lovers six weeks ago. Most likely it's uh, the first victim of the Beast of Black Tree Hill. What makes you think that? Well, the first instance that we found bodies or remains on Black Tree Hill was six weeks ago. But I had heard reports seven weeks ago of a strange creature spotted prowling around the border of the Mistvale just beyond Black Tree Hill. From what we had originally heard, it was probably just some wolf or, or something that had spooked a farmer. But suddenly Thuvius goes missing. His trail apparently has vanished. We haven't, we haven't seen any, anything from any sign of Thuvius since he was, went missing. Thuvius was headed to Black Tree Hill. That lines up with some of the info that I'd received. So it does make sense. But if that's the case, he would be the first victim of the beast. However, the beast tore up its victims and strewn the remains about the hill. And no remains partially of Thuvius. Devoured. Thuvius is gone completely and utterly. <clears throat> this does not bode well. So he shakes his head. So as I'm sure you've heard... Black Tree Hill is off limits right now. It's just too dangerous for people to go near. But since I know you've all been able to handle yourselves, handle yourselves, I'll give you a writ giving you access to Black Tree Hill. But I still advise you to make sure you're you're back within the town or back within the city walls by nightfall. That said, Likely the beast prowls at night. Hmm. But we're not sure. About that? That's just a hunch or there's never been a never been a, a sighting during the day. Okay. I've had guards investigate the murders near the hill. And so far they've turned up nothing. Except for some tracks of a four-legged clawed beast all around the hill. Coming from and going to the Mistvale Forest. Okay. We haven't been able to identify whatever the creature is, however. We've just seen signs of its tracks or kills that it has left around. So a monster hunt it is then. He nods. Seems like a good place to start. 
There's a lot of rumors going around about what the beast is. Namely, that it's some kind of deranged werebear, which I highly doubt. The Iron Claw Clan has never given us trouble, and they've protected the city for generations, even before there was a city here. And as far as Lockic Dragma's monster, as they call it, I can assure you, miasma is gentle. What what is miasma? It's a strange looking creature. Is that a creature from that Lockic Dragma? Uh, it's a strange looking creature. A horrifying beast. It's hunched, bipedal, has the head of a fish, a mouth filled with needle-like fangs, a pair of goat horns, and where its eyes should be, spews a black haze. But I assure you, it's it's harmless. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> and he... He delivers that very Sense <laughs> clear and concisely, uh, giving a, you painting a bizarre picture of this 14, thing. Fourteen cents motive. Um, he seems he he doesn't seem to be trying to deceive you. Okay. Okay. Um, In fact, you think maybe he has uh, his 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 attitude and the way he's talking. You think maybe he actually has a pre-existing relationship with. With Lockick, yeah. So, but Miasma. like, would I feel like he's a little delusional about it, or no? He seems okay. Okay, seems, seems to be accurate. Okay. Um, what of the pit fiends? Oh, and then he. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, okay, so that's what he says about them, and then you're asking about the pit fiends. Yeah. Okay, continue. <clears throat> what are you at liberty to tell us about the pit fiends? Because if if the disappearance has anything to do with what's happening at one tree hill, no <laughs> black tree, hill. black tree hill. What have we actually gotten ourselves into? You say that this gang, obviously this is a pretty serious problem and it doesn't sound like they're going to forgive our, um, capture very easily. So what can you tell us about black, about the pit fiends? Not at liberty to discuss ongoing investigations, but what I can tell you is that as far as the leadership of the pit fiends are concerned, you aren't even on their radar. Your concern should be with their low-level thugs, anyone related to these, this group that attacked you and that you brought in the survivors of. So they run, a, they run a very tight ship among their lieutenants. But all the soldiers on the ground have a bit more leeway than they should. So in this town, then, specifically, who is the boss that we need to watch out for? You shouldn't be going anywhere near them. Are they? So I don't think you need to know that. Do they have low-level thugs? Because how many low-level thugs do we have to kill before one of the bosses is going to no take notice? Because if they're going to keep sending them, we're going to keep dropping them. Although we'll try to bring them in alive because apparently there's gold on the line. There, any 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 member of the pit fiends, there's a, a 20 gold bounty bringing them in alive. I also don't condone murder of any kind. Self-defense does happen. But trust me, I understand. The pit fiends, they're a serious nuisance. Now, as far as they're concerned, 
low-level soldiers acting on their own. That's what you got to watch out for. The lieutenants, they don't even care who you are. They've, you've probably popped up All right. as a, a bit of a notice for them yet. Uh, okay. Now that's it. You continue to make your presence known. That might be a different story. But right now, just keep your eye, keep your eyes peeled for any pit fiends. Try and go the other way if you see them. But know that you've you've started to pop up as a person of interest among some of their low-ranking soldiers. Goody. Well, I've already learned that avoiding them is harder than said. It's harder said than done. Yeah, and not the truth. And in exchange for dealing with this threat at Black Black Tree Hill, are you willing to trade some of that information that you hold so dear? I think if you manage to deal with the beast of Black Tree Hill, we can have a conversation. So I look him I look him in the eye. And I check to see if there's any I'm going to use uh my innate sense for sensing people's motives. I'm going to roll a sense motive. <laughs> uh, just to... Can I get, get, get a feel for his character? What do you... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 14. Okay. Um, so as you, you kind of size this guy up, you get the feeling this guy, he's probably not wanting to give you information because, as he says, there's a lot of influence that the pit fiends sure, have. He doesn't sure. know who to trust. Yeah, yeah, sure. But you get the feeling this guy, he's he's just, okay. he's hes a law-abiding man. I just want to see if he's a straight shooter. That's kind this of This guy I'm seems like for. he's a serious straight right. shooter. Then I will, uh, I will say, uh, I will, I will do it. And I'll sit back down in my chair. Gives a nod. Just give me a moment. And then you see him grab a couple pieces of parchment. And he d- puts a few scribbles on them. And then on each one, he presses a seal onto uh, of a signet ring he's wearing and he hands one to each of you. There you go. All right. I'll take Those it. Ritzel, make sure none of you get citations or get arrested for checking out Black Tree Hill. Thank you. This will be very crucial for our investigation. So he gives a nod and uh, with that, he motions towards the door for you to see yourselves out. Uh, what time of day is it right now? I'm not asking him. I just want to... Uh, well... At this time, you're probably looking like maybe three or four p.m. Okay. So okay. it's still it's not even it's not dinner time yet. Not time to go back for your your free meals and drinks at at Chainbreaker's Tavern. I don't know if I want to go investigate. Okay, we'll 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 make a plan, not metagaming style. So I will uh, nod at him and uh, take my leave. Okay, so uh, as you guys make your way out, uh, I guess you're kind of in the the front of the the guard office. Um, are you going to discuss what's next? You got a few leads to pursue, so it's probably a good idea to come up. Yeah, with what you so do. I'd like to maybe go somewhere that we can that we can chat. I think Dubious's house is a good. I was actually thinking the same thing. Back to did they red tape it off or anything? Nope. Or are they, nope. It's legit. Okay. Yeah, and you even have the key. We do have the key. I mean, the front door's busted, but... Oh, yeah. And there's a bunch of so, burn damage. <laughs> there's some fire damage. So I'm going to put up my but cloak. there is legitimately Thuvius' house. It's fair game. Absolutely. I will put up my cloak and try to blend in with my surroundings a little bit as I okay. walk through the streets of High Castle. Okay. Um, I'll take perceptions from everybody as yeah. you guys uh, make your way towards Thuvius' house. Oh, I will definitely... 
Ooh. Walk through the city. Uh, walk through the also, city streets of pride. Uh, Gaius, uh, yep. you know that right near Thuvius's house, there's actually another stable. Ooh. So the two most accu- uh, the two easiest stables to get to, there's one right near Thuvius's house, and then there's one directly across from Chainbreaker's Tavern. Mm. So you got two two stabling options. I think I'll on where you yeah I definitely have. Uh, Rexford stable by stable by the chainbreakers. Chainbreakers, okay, that's a bit nicer of an area. So, so are you going to stop sense. by okay. and pick up your horse on the way, or? Well, if we're just heading out to a house to sit around and chat, I'll leave them stabled. Okay, for now. yeah, that's the plan. Okay. Okay, so you guys make your way to Thuvius's house. Uh, twenty-three was my perception. Perception, okay, it's a twenty-three. Beast, what do you got, Wallace? Thirteen. Okay, we got a uh, we got a thirteen. With Kramine aiding me. Oh, so Kurgan's got a 13? A 10. A 10. Okay, so. On the nose. You all notice as you're going through town, it's pretty easy to tell who pit fiends are. There's actually a lot of them in town. Okay. But they're almost never alone. They're usually in groups of three to five. uh, Sorry, three to six, kind of roaming around. And uh, they're doing just what you'd expect from any group of delinquents. They're hanging near alleys. A lot of them are drinking out in public. Rolling dice on the streets. Rolling dice on the streets. They're, you know, accosting people that walk by, catcalling people, you know, men and women, because there's female pit fiends too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All over the place. So uh, that's what you see. Um, Now, that said, as far as you can tell, none of them really seem to pay any closer attention to any of you than... You're getting elsewhere from uh, for, to anyone else, yeah. so it, it doesn't look like you know word of you guys is really spread very far. It's because we killed everybody that tried that <laughs> and, and imprisoned the ones that survived <laughs> very quickly. So, and since we're under instruction to stay low, I think I'll let any of the accosting slide. Okay, nothing, <laughs> nothing major. It's for the most part, it's all minor stuff. You don't see anyone getting jumped or anything like that, but it's you know they're they're. As far as you can tell, a lot of the soldiers are like like delinquents, essentially. Okay. 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 So, uh, and they all have the same kind of outfit, like the blood stain. Do they have like tattoos or anything or any else? Uh, yeah, else almost there? all of them have a tattoo somewhere on their person bearing that same insignia as that. Okay. That schizer. And are they visible? Like, are they? Or do they hide uh, their tattoos? None of them or? are, are hiding. Every one of them, it's obvious. My, shown. my personal investigation is asking me, uh, I want to find out more about. Yeah, you can the identify them very as an organization yeah. more so. You actually didn't learn anything from Hoss. No, I, I realized, but I tried. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as far as the pit fiends are concerned, like it's it, it's obvious. Okay. They're, they're, they're not taking any measures to hide or conceal. Because that's kind of my. My take on this is like because this is also a part of my personal investigation. I'm gonna play with the with this guy to try to figure out more about that organization. That For sure, I think that sure. checks, right? Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, so that, that's what you get. It sounds like you're going. pit fiends are like a cesspool in the city. That they uh, are a cesspool in the city. So uh, any chance to cleanse it? I'm there to help out. For sure. So you make your way back to Thuvius' house. Okay. Uh, you can pick up the door that you uh, previously crushed a guy with. Yeah, put right. it back uh, in the <laughs> leaning position. 
I would require, uh, you know, some kind of check if you wanted to actually try and secure the building. Uh, what kind of check do you need? Carpentry. Oh, or yeah, I don't have that. Some kind of relevant craft skill. Can I? I'll take a knowledge engineering. Can I intimidate it into place? Stay there. Dexterity to balance it in place. <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, you can you can put the door up. It's just yeah, you know, okay. getting okay. it functional again is a different story. Okay, but you could easily put it up. So, <clears throat> Thuvius' house tossed as you remember before, uh, and but you do find there's a table here, a couple chairs. You can easily have a sit, clear off a bunch of the filth, uh, and uh, and make your plans. Okay, but when's, what's next? So, um. It looks like we are in league together, gentlemen. What has turned into uh, Find Our Friend has somehow gotten a lot messier. So, back from what uh, Matthias told us, he did mention the lumber camps and the quarries and the docks. I'm not sure if it's worth going to investigate anything about those right now. If One Tree Hill, Black, Black, Tree, Black Hill, Tree Hill, if Black Tree Hill is... Is the immediate threat? We'll just rename it one black tree hill. One black tree. What part hill. of the day was it again? What Sorry. part of the day? Uh, it's just before dinner. Just before dinner time. Probably not good to go today. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because I also don't. I I'd like to go there during the day to try to find tracks. Do you have any experience with this place at all, uh, Kurgan? Does anyone have knowledge geography to know about where Black Tree Hill is? Nine. Otherwise, I'll take knowledge local. Nine. You got a nine. Yeah. You you know yeah you know where Black Tree Hill is. It's a pretty prominent location. What do you know of Black Tree Hill? Is there anything else of note there? Is there druids in that forest? Is there a unicorn? So you know that uh, Black Tree Hill is on the northeast, uh, if you, northeast kind of edge of town. It is outside the town. Uh, it's in the Iron Hills, and it's kind of the closest. If you were to draw a line from High Castle to the Mistvale Forest, uh, Black Tree Hill is like in the middle of those two things. So it it makes sense why a you know a creature coming out of the Mistwood would be, or the Mistvale would be going after it. Uh, so that's what you know uh, about about. Where but it what is. has drawn this creature? There's so many. Does anyone have questions. a local? Old local. We'll throw one of those. Woo. Let's see, big old natural twenty. Plus five, 25. Uh, so you know that Black Tree Hill used to be a favorite spot for nighttime dealings and secret meetings. Uh, everything from illicit backroom dealings to meetings of star-cross lovers. Uh, black Tree Hill is, is exactly that. It is a massive black tree on top of a grass-covered hill. One black tree. A single one, black tree. Black tree and it is a bizarre tree. Everyone talks about how strange it is. Very weird looking tree. But uh, that um, you'd have to go look at it to get any more info from about that. Okay. Other than you hear that it's weird. So I think that that's the play. And then you know that uh, despite the, the, the weird tree, it, it's because of the location, it has a high vantage giving you Breathtaking views of the surroundings, uh, including the Mistvale Forest, uh, High Castle, and Caldecroft Manor. Can it be seen from town with like binoculars or something? 
Uh, just the nature of how the town is designed, you can't really see yeah, okay. out of okay. the town like that because it's kind of dug down onto to get to where the the river is. Okay, uh, but the opposite would be true. The from Black Tree Hill, you'd have a really good view of okay. the perimeter of High Castle, and kind of you'd, you'd see like if it's like a, it's kind of like built in a half bowl. Right, you'd be able to see part of the bowl based on where it is. Uh, so you know, like it, it wouldn't take too long. Maybe twenty minutes out of town to get there. Not, okay. not a terribly okay. long jaunt. So I feel like that's um, that that's the play. Now, I remember him mentioning that the beast is coming possibly from the Mistville Forest. So how confident would we be able to? Um, how how confident are you at tracking through the forest? Uh, Mr. Thunderhowl. It's like home to me. Okay. So there is a chance. And how would we feel about doing that? Or would we, would we want, are we just going to set up an ambush here? Are we just going to just case the joint or are we, uh, are we going to actually try to track this thing to where it is? Cause if it's coming out of the oh. forest, it should have been leaving some prints behind. I feel that, uh, we should head to the hill and just uh, see what we find first before making yeah, any judgments. For sure. Do we want to do that now? And No, I say in the morning. How many hours of daylight do we have left? About four hours or so. Four hours of daylight. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not too worried about the night myself, but I understand not everyone is, no, not everyone is as comfortable at night. <laughs> I'm scared of the dark. And so you should be. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Were there any other leads that you wanted to pursue? You were given a few other well, things. Okay. So we note. know we've got a couple names here, which actually it's not a bad idea to go talk to a Lockic Dragma and go find the beast of Lockic. Um, Miasma. And his Miasma. bizarre beast. Yeah. That is one of the, the, the one of the rumors. And there was Zim. a guy at the docks, old Kasif. Old Kasif. Do you recall what was of import with old Kasif? I'm reading my notes here. I don't usually keep notes. Uh, silver pin. Silver quill pin. Yes. So you guys all know that Thuvius had a silver quill pin that was his most prized possession, and as far as Brack Grogan told you. All the things that were in Thuvis's house that of, of value he sold, including that pin, and he said it got him a pretty, a pretty good sum, quite tidy sum for that thing. I'm not sure what that would accomplish at this point, though. Like finding, are we are we going on a quest to track down the pin, or are we? Well, I mean, you know, it's your uh, your buddy's most prized possession, so you could just leave it in the hands of some scumbag by the dogs. All right, that's fair. There's nothing wrong with that. It's, no, that's a fair yeah. statement. <laughs> But like as an example, let's say your sword was taken from you. You know, is that something you want to get yeah. sold and then no. gone? No. Okay. Because right, he was from, uh, he's from Merchant Sands. So, the, you know, his next trip, he, the, you know, the pin's going to be gone. You'll never be able to find it again. Okay. So. So. You know, um, how important is that to you? Is that how you want to spend your time? It's up to you guys. Well, I mean, we got some time if we're not going to the Black Tree Hill tonight. I, I think we do have some time to maybe go and follow up on just to maybe get a little more background information because I like turning over stones, Chris. 
I like to just not, see what's underneath them. Yeah, and then there's also uh, there's also the lead of it could be a werebear. That was the other thing. Werebear. Is there a werebear society around here that we? Can That's go a good in? question. I'll local anyone. Also, yeah, let's go see the lycanthropes. I'll take a, a knowledge local about Lockic Drogma to know where that person is. All right, so for Lockic, yeah, sixteen plus five, twenty-one. You have twenty-one. Okay, you know that uh, Lockic Dragma operates a antique shop uh, called Glimpse of the Void. I hate this guy already, by and the way. You know that uh, just, Joel just hates this guy. That, and Lockic Dragma, in addition to being an antiquities dealer, he also uh, is a fortune teller. It's a very popular God, thing to Chris, come on. by Lockic Dragma. <laughs> just hate. Just started with his name. I what's hate his name. What's it called again? I Glimpse of the Void. <laughs> just pushing all of Joel's buttons with this one. <laughs> if he's going to talk all floofy too, or what is he? We'll see. He's yeah. probably. See? <laughs> <laughs> see, but Scarlet would probably want to go and chat with him though. Well, that's something we can do tonight. That's true. How later on antiquity stores open till? Fortune teller is probably into the yeah, night. He, he, yeah, he works until the night. Oh, yeah, okay. He closes before midnight, though. Okay. So you got to... Oh, oh, is he uh, also the Lycanthrope Society? Well, apparently, apparently, midnight is when uh, all the, the most most powerful spirits come out to chat. So it's very exclusive to uh, be in the midnight club. Okay. So I don't really care about exclusive Appointment clubs. only. To be able that to sounds get like, an after midnight reading. That sounds like a scam, but I mean. And or seance. That and happens or, late. So <laughs> Things can be two things. A scam can, and a seance. Good could all be. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then the other one was the werebears. Uh, knowledge local. And we got the Lockic Dragma. Oh, another 16. Brings us back to 21. Okay. The werebears. Uh, they're known as the Iron Claw Clan. And they prowl the Mistvale Forest, dealing with any of the savage humanoids, ogres, trolls, things like that uh, in the forest. The Iron Claw Clan. And they are pretty renowned isolationists. They they really don't like dealing with the town. And they've been oper they, their clan has that's been their ancestral territory for long since. Before High Castle was formed, this is they patrol the Mistvale Forest. They patrol the Mistvale Forest and the Iron Hills. And they don't answer to anyone. That they, it's just what they do. It's their ancestral territory. They keep it clean as best they can, and they're also uh, pretty unfriendly with uh, the locals and the loggers and the the miners, as you can imagine. Uh, now that said. They're just unfriendly. It's not like they wouldn't save them from ogres or something like that. Uh, but even so, because of the uh, superstitious nature of a lot of the locals, they don't really like them. Now, no one knows where they are. However, there is rumors in town that one of the local blacksmiths, a man by the name of Willem Bornello, he operates the Iron Hand Smithy. And there are rumors that he is actually White Scar, the white dire bear, werebear 
or I guess, sorry, the white dire werebear that leads the Iron Claw tribe. Okay. <laughs> What's this guy's name again? Willem Bornello. He operates the Iron Hand Smithy, and rumors say that he's White Scar, the white dire werebear that leads the Iron Claw tribe. Sorry, what was the name of the smithy? Iron Hand Smithy. <laughs> I want to go there first. There's a striking resemblance to the Iron Claw clan. Joel really wants to go there. <laughs> I I don't know if Scarlet, I don't think she would deem any of these more important than another, but I really want to go there. I want to go talk to this guy. What do you guys think? I think we should uh, go investigate the docks. So you have a few you have a few different spots. There's uh, you can look into getting the pin back. Yeah. You guys can uh, figure out what's going on with the werebears you, and check out Willem Bornello. You can see what's going on with uh, Miasma, the strange beast, in the Glimpse of the Void with uh, Lock Drugma's shop. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, of course, there's Black Tree Hill, which is uh, where the guard captain okay. suggests is probably So I think Black Tree Hill is a tomorrow, is a That's future a Scarlet job? problem. Okay. That's a bigger bigger adventure. Yeah, that More might, travel I have a feeling that's needed. probably going to end up not being as simple as we think it is. Okay. So, um, none of these I disagree. Will. I think it's actually going to be more simple than we expected to be. But you always see okay. the positive side of things, you nerd. <laughs> nerd. Nerd. <laughs> but I think we should, uh, I vote for checking out the dock first. Because that has a direct connection to Thuvius, where the other things are, uh, we are rumored to be connected to Thuvius. So when you say check out the dock, what are you talking? Are you talking about the the pin? I think yeah, hunting down the pin. The guy with the pin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Old I'm in Kasif. for that. So uh, from what you know, he, uh, as far as what uh, bloody Brack Grogan told you, he is normally prowling around the docks at night. So you do have some time before you'd be going to go deal with him. Is that something you guys just want to, you know, go have dinner? Oh. Well, you know, no, ready yourselves go, and then go, go, or do you want Willem to Bornello go then. talk to one of those other people? Let's go get our fortunes read. Deal with him. Let's go get our fortunes. I don't want to see this guy at all. Working at Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> I don't want this. I don't want to talk to this idiot. Got a Ouija board right in the yeah, back. Yeah, he's just like. Just incense all over the place. Nope, not interested. <laughs> You're painting a very specific picture of what this guy's like. I haven't even met him yet. I want to see if I'm wrong, okay? When we get to that part, <laughs> I want you to not change your write-up and tell I'm me not if going the to. smell gonna, of incense gonna, gonna is going exactly to punch is. me in the face. It's going to be... Nah, yeah, okay. So, what do you... Yeah, I say we... Is, is there anything on the way to the docks? Any of these... Uh, places from where we are? Uh, well, heading towards the docks, the closest place would be uh, the Glimpse of Void uh, Antiquity Shop. <laughs> Perfect. The Iron Hand Smithy is actually closer to the northeast gate. Oh, so city, closer to the... Which is closer to Black Tree, Black Hill, Tree Hill. Which is closer to the Mistvale Forest yes. where these group That's of were creatures... Yeah, that seems totally unrelated. Yeah, that can't be. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> um, I guess let's go get our fortunes read then. Okay, so you're all going to head to go oh uh, go see Lockit Dragma. How much gold do I have? Void. Can I buy a ring of mind shielding? <laughs> no, you can't afford that yet. Biscuits. So it takes about 20 minutes or so for you to make your way uh, <sighs> closer towards the docks. 
As you approach a street that's surprisingly busy, and both sides are lined with shops of all kinds. You spot at the end of the street a very tall, leaning structure that has a sign hanging on the front that waves back and forth, reading, Glimpse of the Void. All of the windows are blacked out. I hate this place. <laughs> it looks like a very... It's not even windy. Why is the sign moving? <laughs> and the, the, the sign rocks back and forth as though in, in some unseen breeze. It's creaking and it's not even yeah. made of wood. Yeah, you can hear it creaking from here. <laughs> the whole building as it <laughs> leans back and forth ever so slightly oh. off kilter. As you make your way towards the place, the glimpse of the void, I will take a... Reflex save from everybody. Oh my god! Nice. So you approach the building. You're about uh, let's say twenty feet away or so, and let's uh, get those reflex saves from everybody. Sorry, that was fortitude save. Uh, no <laughs> reflex. Okay. Seventeen reflex. Seventeen sounds good. Seventeen and eleven for creamine. Okay. Eighteen reflex Ooh, save. We rolled good. Okay. Okay. So uh, as you start to walk. You uh, hear a woman call out, oops, and a massive pile of boiling fluid flies out in front of you guys, uh, completely missing all of you with the exception of Greymane. It hits him. This bizarre green fluid splashes on him, and it kind of has the consistency of uh, like um, goo or slime. Um, and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. 19. Do I believe that she is actually sorry? Uh, yeah, actually. Okay. It, it looks like mm. she, uh, she, a woman opened her front door of her shop and tossed out a whole, a whole, um, cauldron. Uh, cal- thank you. Cauldron. A whole cauldron full of a bizarre bubbling green ooze and what store? into the street. What store is she in? Uh, her, the, the name on her, her building says Spira's Spirits. What the hell, lady? An eccentric young woman with flowing pink hair, green eyes, and thin glasses. Her natural beauty barely diminished by her unkempt appearance and oversized brown leather coat. So, Greymane is... Yes. So- Greyman is covered in weird goo. And she she drops her, her massive cauldron. Greyman looks oh, injured? I'm so sorry. No, Greyman looks fine. Oh. Except his coat is now littered with this viscous green what, goo. What did you just throw? I'm sorry. Oh. No one ever walks by here. What do you mean? The street's busy. The street is busy. There's people How everywhere. It, there's people everywhere. How, what do you mean nobody walks by here? And as you look around, you notice that the uh, the within about 10 feet in every direction of this woman's shop, the streets are littered with a rainbow of different colors. She said, I'm so sorry. No one ever, no one ever comes by here. Oh, oh. Are you painting? Come into the shop. I can, I can get that cleaned up for you. I'm so sorry. Are you painting? How does... Uh- She's like, no, I'm How not. How does Greymane feel right now? Is he uh, a little perturbed? Oh, he stinks. He smells. Oh. You can give me a perception check on Greymane. 25. 
It's kind of a mix between rotting garbage, burnt hair, and very, very old pineapple. Ooh. It's bizarre. And it certainly doesn't match the color. <laughs> okay. Um, you better you better get them cleaned up. <laughs> so she she ushers you into her shop. I'm so sorry, y'all. Come here. I'm gonna have a look around, see if anyone's tailing us before we go in. Sure. Uh, eleven. You got an eleven? Yeah. You don't notice anyone uh, anyone in the area. So is everyone heading into Spira's spirits? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna Oh, this was another person. Oh my goodness. Totally on the way to the occult shop or to the antiquity shop. You uh you was this on the way to was this a planned encounter or is this random? Lock you like to know. It's locking drogma. Depends depends on the time of day. Alright, fair enough. Fair enough then. Might have just gotten there fine, you might not have. A planned random. Planned planned. No, no, there's conditions for yeah. for this happening. Uh, I get it. Nearby shopkeeper. Only the uh only the animal. Okay. What was the name of? <laughs> sorry? What was the name of this person? Uh she didn't introduce herself. Oh, okay, yet. sorry. The shop Spira. was Spira's Spirits. Spira's Spirits. You also Spira's. notice that uh as you enter the shop, it's very, very jarring. When you, when you enter the place at first glance, it looks like an occultist shop, all kinds of weird knickknacks and bizarre antique goods and, and packs of incense and all kinds of weird stuff. I Bags filled with weird herbs. I hate it here. <laughs> However, in addition to that, all of the shelves are littered with bottles and vials. And it looks like all of the occult stuff has kind of been pushed aside. And everything is now vials and alchemical goods everywhere. Is this like a two-faced shop? You also notice uh, a collection of uh, strange plants that uh, appear to uh, be covered in alchemical runoff. Leading to their uh, their bizarre appearances. And so she takes you to to the, uh, a big desk, like a big glass case you'd see filled with like crystal balls. So we would see it's like an alchemical. Except she's got like a, she's got like a cauldron on it and she's, she's got beakers and stuff everywhere. Some sort of alchemist shop. Is that how you, you would say that it, it, it probably is an alchemist shop, but maybe it used to be like an occult shop. Like yesterday. Hmm. Like, like, like (laughs) within a few months. (laughs) Okay. So as, as she's ushering us into the building, um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask her, um, sorry, ma'am, but what was that vile stuff you just threw out the front door and why are you throwing it out in the front door? Uh, yeah, the back's full. So the front drains easier. Well, I'm sure you, is this against the law <laughs> by any chance? <laughs> I'm sure knowledge, uh, knowledge local. <laughs> I'm sure you'll do the right thing. And, a lot uh, of good uses of knowledge local. Seriously. Another 16, another 21. Total is 21. Uh, you know that uh, illegal disposal of waste is is definitely something you'll get a citation for. It's not like you'll get arrested. You'll get a fine, though. Hmm. I'm sure you'll do the right thing and uh, clean my companion here. And she says, yeah, of course I will. Of course I will. So she immediately starts putting all kinds of weird stuff together in, in vials. And she 
Looks like she's brewing something with that cauldron she just put back. As she does that, I'm so. going to attempt to, while this is going on, cast Create Water on top of Graveyard. See if I can wash it off. You cast Create Water on yeah. Graveyard? Yeah. So as you start to cast a spell, she says, no, don't do that. Do you keep doing it? No, I'll stop. Okay, you stop. She's like, whoa, that would have been bad. She continues to. What happens if you put water on this? Hmm? On what? On gray man. <laughs> mixing vials and mixing things together. She's like, hi, I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Could be nothing. And this is the stuff you're throwing out into the street where it'll get rained on. Well, you know, not today. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm about to get this place shut down if you don't start asking our answering our questions. What? Who are you? Uh, nobody. You can't get me shut down. I'll just get a fine. I'll just pay it. Okay, but why? What is that stuff you threw out there? Something special I was working on for the guard captain. And and what is it? Like for him to drink or to? No, no. It's a hair tonic. Okay. Is is Greymane getting any more hair? You oh, you look at Greymane. You notice everywhere the green fluid hit him, his hair is growing larger. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Okay, so like tempor- the effects are only temporary though. It's does not the, doing what I want. Does the captain was he a little bit, a little bit uh, empty up top or? Oh, it's not for the top of his head. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 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 nice. She leaves it attached. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Well, I don't really know what to say, but uh, still, just... that's a that's well, a pretty. The... De- it's pretty dangerous hazard to be throwing it out into a busy street. I mean, the, the rats we... in the sewers must be like little fur balls at this point. Like, if, uh, well, I I was throwing it on all the the old plants Granny left in the corner, but I had to stop doing that after they started chomping at me. Okay, well, I'll be over here if you need me. And I'll just go, like, stand by the door. You're standing by the door? Yeah. Sounds good. You are. Certainly there must be a safer way to dispose of this stuff other than just tossing it into the street. She shakes her head. Not that I know of. What would happen if you burned it? Oh, I wouldn't burn it. Do you know what would happen if we did? No idea. You could try. (laughs) Just do it outside in the street, though. I don't want you burning down my shop. Well, not as long I've as almost got it looking the way I want it. <laughs> Certainly not going to set anything on fire while it's covering one of my companions. Oh, yeah. No, I'll, I'll be done soon. Feel free to browse. There's all kinds of interesting things in here. I got all kinds of great, high-quality alchemical goods. Also, there's some old occult junk left you can buy, too. Great deal. How did, how did you come across this shop? Was it just empty and you found your way in? No, I inherited it from my grandmother. She was into... The occult. From what I heard, she used to have quite the rivalry with Lockett Dragma across the road. Oh, really? She nuts. What do you know of Lockett Dragma? Oh, he's weird. <laughs> Is he weird enough to throw strange chemicals out in the street? I don't think so. I mean, I know I'm doing it. I'm sure other people are too, though. I'm sure everyone does that, actually. Everyone's tossing their their filth into the street. Why should I not be able to toss mine? 
Because yours grows hairs on things, and that guy's just throwing out feces. So it's hairy. Who cares? <laughs> Yet, we don't know what happened when it washes away. I'm sure it's fine. It probably drains into the ocean. So what? Uh, what is... For rules purposes, what does she have here? If I take a little look around, is there potions and oils? So there's a few things. She has a huge selection of alchemical goods. Okay. She also has potions up to third level spells, which obviously to be expected. There's also a collection of antiques and antiquities, and as well as a number of unusual carnivorous plants. Okay. Tell me about those. Sure. There's uh, four of them in the corner. One of them kind of looks like uh, like a vine that's moving around like an anaconda. Okay. Uh, and it's in a it's in a pot that's maybe like maybe like the size of uh, like a like a bowling ball. Okay. Except this this thing growing out of it probably was like some small flower originally, like maybe like a like a like a tulip or something, and now it's like this massive. It looks like a boa constrictor coming out the top. Okay, so... Um, but it, it, it's a plant, but it, it, it looks... The way it's thrashing around, you think it's probably hungry. So I don't have a great knowledge of nature, but I I am a botanist. Do yeah. I know anything about carnivorous plants and about... Well, you can give me a, uh, give me a profession botanist. It's such a stupid skill. Why do I have this? Well, it's a good thing you do. That's a 20. <laughs> okay, so uh, you can identify all four okay. of the plants, what they were before. Each one was just like a harmless yeah. uh, you know, plant. It's actually not. It, they would have been uh, things like for medicinal purposes of some kind. Okay. You know, some weird occult some herb, yeah. herb thing. Uh, except all of them now uh, clearly have been uh, subjected to so much alchemical runoff tossed into their pots They've mutated into carnivorous plants. Okay, so they're not natural necessarily. They've been... Oh, they're totally messed up. Okay. Every one of them. They're all mutant plants. Okay. And they <sighs> might they might even be sentient. You can't. Okay. <laughs> the way that they move around and I'm stuff. trying to decide if this it's is... It's not like they can talk or anything, but they, they seem to... They seem to be knowing what's 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 going on. I'm down. trying to decide if this is something that she would want as a pet or if she would see it as a an abomination. I'm not really sure yet. Sure. Sure. You got a rat problem, they'll deal with your That's rat what problem. I'm saying. Like this is a good this would be a great thing to have in my garden. <laughs> Did they they're carnivorous, so that means they don't eat other plants. Yeah, okay, so they just eat meat. <laughs> yeah, it, they, as far as you can tell, they can protect my garden. They're they're like like full on like like small animal <laughs> slash person eating plants. I've okay. seen this movie. So, <laughs> is there a price tag near them or? Yeah, um, the the there's like the like the the snake one. One kind of is like uh, kind of like a wolf, like a wolf weed kind yeah, of okay. thing. Uh, one of them is kind of like a like a like kind of like a dragon looking okay. thing, and then the last one kind of looks like a big bull. Okay, how and, much uh, are they? So they're all one gold for all of them. Each one is one gold. Each one is one gold. Each one is one gold. four gold for carnivorous plants. You could have four carnivorous plants. I think I, four gold. I think is okay, but like Scarlet's not happy about having to be here, and. But she would be like, she likes this is so stupid. And then she'll see like this, this plant snapping and stuff. And she'll be like, 
Well, that's pretty cool. Oh, like, yeah. And as you're standing there, like a rat runs by and one of them, like, oh, the snake does? one, like harpoons it and, and swallows it down. You see a big bulge going down its body as it's, it's not eating it. I guess there's carnivorous plants out there. Yeah, but not like this. Yeah, well, these I mean, are, this isn't a Venus flytrap. And they're this not like is... plant monsters. Like, these are weird, they're mutated actual, So they're actual plants that aren't going to get up and walk around. No. Okay. As far as you can tell, they're stuck in their pots. Oh, you can man. ask if you I don't know if I want to. Can I commit to having some pets right now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can commit to having a this plant. This is. I can't, I can't say no to this, though. This is too interesting. I think I'll. Uh, you're, you think you see eh, Scarlet in the corner? It's like, yeah, hey, she's like, trying to decide if she's going to buy these carnivorous plants. You guys go plants. ahead. Well, I've, I'll just, I'll just got to consider a few I'm, things. I'm growing her on the on on the environmental damage she's doing, and you're standing there, these plants are snapping at your face. This is neat. This is way better than that weirdo shop across the street. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So she's largely, uh, largely ignoring. And sidestepping any of your conversation you're having with her, um, Bainbridge, Gaius Bainbridge, uh, and then uh, that brings us to uh, what are what are you doing, Kurgan? I'm waiting patiently for her to make this weird thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, the longer she takes, it only takes ten minutes. Okay. So when she's like- done, she produces a small like a cream, and she hands it to you. She says, "There, you can." Uh, Actually, she wouldn't even hand it to you. She would just take the cream and she like pops it off and puts her hand. She starts trying to rub it on your wolf. Okay. Okay. So she does. Takes her a little bit. So she, she covers him in like this weird cream. And uh, you notice that uh, his coloration goes back to normal and the weird, weird green stuff falls off of him. So I realize that she's trying to sidestep the, the line of questioning, but I'm going to attempt to use that 10 minutes. To convince her to change her ways. No, 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 no. Shut up for a second. Tell me about this dragon one. That's right. <laughs> okay, give me a diplomacy check. <laughs> As you continue to talk to her about she's more environmentally responsible, disposing of her alchemical runoff. Exactly. Who what we're gonna have massive three foot long flowing manes coming off of the rats in the city? Like, what are you doing? With the three other dice, that is a nine total. You got a nine? Uh, you don't convince her. She's like, no, eh, it's everything's going fine. Setting so her far. ways. <laughs> I haven't gotten any complaints yet, so it's not. <laughs> I'm not worried about what. It. Um, what's the life expectancy on these things? Any idea? She shrugs. I don't know. They've been snapping for the last couple months now. That I don't is... feed them anything, so I'm. Uh, and I also don't have any rats. Were anymore. these here? With the occult shop, or did this happen because of what you did? Like, is there like spirits inhabiting these things, or was this just? Oh no, a- they were like medicinal herbs that Granny was growing. And uh, after the back filled up, I I started dumping in those plants, and it took uh, a couple of weeks before uh, I couldn't get close enough to dump there anymore. Which is why I do the street now instead. How big are they now? Like, are they? How, how would I transport these things? They're like each like a small size creature. Okay. Um, how late are you open today, by the way? Oh, she said, I, want, I don't really uh, okay, worry about that. I think I want to take all these, but I, I got to do something. I'm, I'll have to come back for them, though. You get you, you pay for them now. You can come collect them whenever you want. I'm going to do sense motive to see if <laughs> sure. she's going to stiff me. That's a 15. No, you think she just doesn't want to go anywhere near them. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Do I get a receipt with it, or is this just like? No, you're good. You're good. Do you, you give her the money? Yeah, I'll give her. I'll give her four gold. Okay, so she takes it and she just kind of puts it beside where her cauldron is. She doesn't like put it away or anything. <laughs> oh, these are off the. She books. just stacks it on the on this the side the where the books. cauldron is. She says, "Okay, yeah, you can you can take those whenever you want now." And uh, you know, I again, I'm really sorry. So she's like, as she's talking, she's waving her hands around. They're covered in this weird cream and and gray mane's fur. <laughs> so she's like, you know, I'm you know, sorry about that. You know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll try and make sure that, you know, no one's around when I'm disposing of my alchemical runoff. But uh, if you need anything, come on by. Spear is spirits. Same great place. New inventory. Okay. Spear is spirits because it was an occult shop before. <laughs> I get it. You like that? That's good. And uh, did she ever give us her name? No. <laughs> And Did anyone ask? I'm going to ask her right now. And you are. Oh, I'm Elodie. Elodie Spiris. Elodie Spiris. <laughs> yep. Okay. I We just have to run a quick errand and then I'm going to come back for these plants. Sure. Whenever, whenever you want. Doors always open. You should close it once in a while. Should I? Don't leave it open. Oh. There's some really bad people in this. I've town. never noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's always dead in here. Stop throwing goop on people. <laughs> I swear, I've That's never done that before. This was the first time. You made a sale because of it, so <laughs> your sale tactics worked. So maybe I should do it scam. more often. This is a scam. And I, like, like Scarlett's the next, not happy about this. The next time might be one of the local gangs that uh, that plagued the city, in which case you might not like the, the result. Oh, those pit fiend guys? I hear they're a hassle. Well, you know, they'd probably be a lot better what they do if they would buy their explosives off me. My alchemist fire, top notch. I don't know where they get that oil of theirs, but very volatile. Good to know. How do you know that that's what they use? Everyone knows. They they try and burn stuff down all the time. Do they? They try to. I don't know how they do with an inferior product like that. (laughs) Okay. So I'm like... Scarlet's like, whatever, I'm done with this. This let's go to this other horrible place that I don't want to be in. She doesn't say that, but like she's like, okay. Then, Melody uh, doesn't seem to notice. She's we'll be fine. She's, we'll, she's on to her next concoction. We'll return. Made. We will return for my new plants. She nods. Yep. Whenever. Door's always open. Okay. So let's head across the street to uh not William Bernello. Lockic Dragma? Lockic Dragma. You head across the streets towards the bizarre and off-kilter structure. Creak. The wooden sign Creak. creaks as it rattles back and forth in some Creak. unseen wind, reading Glimpse of the Void. But who is Lockic Dragma? What does he sell in his shop? Is his bizarre beast Miasma, the beast of Black Tree Hill, or something else? Find out next time on Barely Adequate. Where we aren't that good at this, and, and you, you don't, don't have, have to be, be either. I'd love you more. <laughs> <laughs>